welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. All right, so JP has this audition for, as we know, SWAT. And you will notice on the script, let me pull up the script here for us. They have his name, which is good because we would hate to think anybody stole this scene from SWAT and used it in something else. So here my do you have thoughts, JP, or do you want me to just talk? No, go ahead and talk. You go first. Okay. All right, so I sent him I read it once and I sent him some notes. So keeping in mind that when you have auditions like this that are A overnight and B for something like SWAT, it calls on you to grab on to like the basics of what you know. What I said to him, he's Chauncey Telluride. The name is kind of interesting. I'm not sure if they're being precious or not, or if they think they're being clever. It's hard to tell. SWAT is really plot, and it's a police procedural. And so they play plots well. Anyway. Chauncey Telluride sounds like more, I think, than he is. I mean, Chauncey, Chauncey Telluride sounds like a very effete kind of snob, but I don't think that's what they've written. Anyway, okay, so my thought was, he starts by saying, I'm a gold broker, not a killer. The important thing for this is that something has gone on beforehand. And you're answering a question or you're commenting on something that somebody has said. So you need to respond as if somebody said to you, so you're dealing in gold, you're dealing in, 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 in gold pieces, and now you're a killer. So you have to respond as if you're responding. Wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm a gold, you know. So in other words, you have to really fully be responding to a line rather than starting the scene with the dialogue. Okay, so one of the things I suggested to JP, and again, they give you nothing but a plot so you can come up with anything. I suggested, Lucas says, then how do you explain why four of your clients were robbed and shot in the last 48 hours? I would take that this is the first he's heard of it, and only because it gives me something to play. He says, I run a legit precious metals business. So again, this is, this is a cliche of writing and of a plot. So the question for you is what do you do to turn the dial on it so it becomes slightly interesting? I would make a choice that I just think is kind of fun for me to play. There's a backstory here that he has. Is it a cousin? Yeah, yeah, cousin. Okay. So I, th- I think, I'm, I'm going to think 
that he thought he was pulled in because of his cousin. And it's a shock that he's pulled in because of him. So, so again, I'm looking for stuff to play. I'm looking for stuff that gives me something to be present in the scene about. Otherwise, there's a presumption of guilt. And I just think it's more interesting not to play it that way. Your legit business markets almost exclusively the senior citizens, the same people that have been hit in these robberies. It seems like you've got a vested interest in targeting the elderly. So, okay, I think he is genuinely innocent. So it, there's a commitment to that that he has to make believable. He has to believe that there's a logical reason why I target older people because they're more likely to buy gold. They buy gold. It just the ludicrousness, not because I want to kill them. I mean, why? But that's, that's just insane. It's, it's almost like this is, uh, this is unbelievable that anybody would think this. It was like saying that the only reason Marlon Brando went to the actor's studio was to get laid. I mean, you know, who would think such a thing? So, but it, ha it has that kind of ludicrous. I, I mean, I think he thinks it's ludicrous. Luca says, you and your gold are the only thing connecting multiple homicides and armed robberies. So either you're lying to us or someone else has access to your company data and that is there's a term i love to use a fist in the gut moment i would say the first chunk jp is that is this this sense of this is insane this is it, it, how could you possibly think that a sweet man like me would do this i mean there's a reason there's a reason i do all of this you know old people buy gold they like gold and then it just suddenly hits you Fuck. Jarvis. My cousin Jarvis. And it, it's just like, oh my God. How stupid am I? He got out of prison a couple of months back and was having a pretty rough go of it, so I gave him a part-time job at my company. He hated it, stopped coming in after a few weeks. And... So, and this is where you have to be very, very careful, or you will report it. And so, in other words, when you start to say he hated it, and he stopped coming in after a few, oh my God, I, I, I see what happened. So, it begins to occur to you what happened as you're talking about it, rather than the stage direction, which says explaining. Going to get to the point, Chauncey, I didn't realize until later that Jarvis had stolen one of my laptops. Did the laptop have customer data on it? Names, addresses, investments. And then I just, you know, I was being a good guy. You know, I mean, it was only a laptop. So I just figured he'd pawn it because he needed the money. And I thought I was being a good guy, but now I see, holy fuck. So it begins to occur to you.
uh, we're going to need a copy of your client data like now, along with everything else you can tell us about your cousin Jarvin. That's the whole scene, right? That's it. That's the whole audition. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you even come back. So I, I think. Who knows? I mean, it says it's a guest star and it says scene one, but <clears throat> they could always write it out if it, if it existed. So no, that's it. That's the whole thing. I worked on all the back stuff with, with Jarvis, the relationship to Jarvis, why Jarvis got locked up, um, hiring, giving Jarvis uh, a leg up when he got out of prison. Um, so he got out early, work release, he came to work for us. I was just starting to build the uh, police coming to, the SWAT guys coming to get me. But I need to work in the, um, the surprise of that, the unexpectedness. I need to, I want to focus a lot on before I go try to tape it, the moment you're talking about right before it begins. And I really want to um, be specific about what's happening. So I lead into that first half of the scene. I, I get the betrayal after what I built with Jarvis. I get that feeling of, of trying to be a good guy, like you said, and having success, especially a family member do that to you. I love that the way that's sort of starting to feel and come together. But um, yeah, I got to get that first half or else it doesn't pay off. You know, that why am I here? No, I'm not that kind of guy. I like that thing you just said about it's like they're my customers. That's where I make my income. Why would I kill them? You know, that doesn't make sense. I'm going to try to chase that down to bring him to this place of like, you know, why am I here? This is not making any sense. Yes, I think that's good. I, I think that's good. I, and I think that's, that, that brings up a point. They may have called you and asked you to come down to the station. Although if they suspect you of murder, they probably arrive. And I went through the same line yeah. of logic, right. And then I and, started building myself at home and I thought, why the fuck am I building my house? I'm back at the business. <laughs> fuck the house. So I'm only at the business. They come to the house. I mean, to the business. And that's, that's it. Yes. You know? yes, that's it. Why are they here? Why is nobody telling me why they're here? You know, we need you to come down to SWAT headquarters, where right. where all, this is where this group of phenomenal actors work daily. <laughs> Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yes, Kara Hope, you have a thought. Yeah, I didn't know if it'd be helpful, like, to just maybe think about, because I'm like, if I had this audition, I had to do that. And he's saying getting that first half. Maybe is it just that feeling of, like, oh, my God, you know, I hit work Monday through Friday. It's this routine. It's great. And so you play off of this. This is such a different approach to my day. Like, how the hell? This never happens. Like, so you almost play into this. I never have shit like this happen. How is this happening? Okay, wait, what's happening? Does that help you with impulse at all, Milton, with with something like Um, this? Well, there's a new TV series I've started watching. 
And I've saved it for Teo to watch the pilot episode just in case he likes it. So then it'll give us another thing that we watch. And so the guy has for 20 years been an undercover spy. And his wife is talking about how boring her life is and how remote he is. And he feels terribly guilty. And so he takes her to Paris with him. And she ends up involved in one of their operations. So it's like I have a terribly boring life. And now all of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm being kidnapped. I'm being chained to something. So I would suggest that the plot you're suggesting is a larger plot than this character needs. And in other words, if, if it were a different piece, the fact that something exciting had happened would be an issue. But they're, but they're using this as, I mean, he's, he's a plot point. And so, you have to be careful how many things you build into something that's a plot point when what you're really trying to do is make the plot point more interesting than it is. So I, you know, I'd go, I'd go easy on something like that. You don't want to go too far from it, but you want to fill in things that you need that help you. And JP was right. Why am I building his home? I don't have to build that. Yeah, yeah, and 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 what I can extract from what you're saying, Carahope, is um, the idea I had earlier. I had, I had to go to the dentist today, actually, and I thought how weird it is that I gotta, you know, go to this place. Where is it? I gotta, you know, drive there. It's L.A. where the show is set, you know. So all this sort of stuff, and I thought, well, that kind of factors in just to to take me off my. Like you're saying, I think take you off your routine. So to, to maybe to add to the the moments when I'm there, my wife is upstairs looking up the interrogation room of SWAT so I can see it and build it, know where I am. Um, but I, I gotta, I gotta have something. <laughs> That's why you're married. Right? So your wife could go through an episode of SWAT and you don't have to. Yeah. Christy, my researcher, she's upstairs. <laughs> yeah. She's the best. <laughs> but, but, but it's just all, so I'm going to be in that weird That's place, right? Yes, Exactly. I thought something also. How could I have been so naive? Yes, I think that's good. I I think that's good. I, I think that's very good. As soon as you realize it, it's like, I think the moment where you sit and you, it's like, fuck, Jarvis. Yes. Oh, yeah, all of that. All of that. Yes, yes. How could I be? Yes. I mean, how dare he? And how could I have been so naive? That's Take good. Take advantage of. I was doing, like you said, I was doing a good deed. This is my family. You know, this is somebody who needed help. And this is what you get. So stupid. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's so stupid. You might even have a moment of, God, I'd like to kill him. Yeah, Brady, you had a thought. Because it's like such a short, it, it is a plot point, um, your, your choice of, being just an innocent good guy versus I think most people are probably going to play it like a smarmy asshole who is kind of guilty, you know? So this gives you something to lead to, right? When the, when you realize that it's your cousin within doing that and building that, 
would would you just kind of like talk out loud certain things to build and then whatever hits you just go with that like for me my first thought was building why i started the company no and that's where i yes let me tell let me just maybe it's too much yes i think i think it's not that it's and you you know you can but the thing about it is what you really want to do is look at the plot that is there and figure out what you need to both earn the plot and make the plot interesting. And as far as I'm concerned, that's really a huge issue. I think giving them something, and in New York, they like something interesting more than they do in Los Angeles. I mean, I, I still, I still think on all these New York procedurals, the small parts are always played by really interesting actors, who re, who bring something interesting to the table. Um, so, but I do, but I do think it's it's a relief. So, in this week's episode, and the writers are sitting there, and there's four. People, you know, you know, were killed. They're old people, and they all have gold. So where did he find out about it? Well, how about his uh, brother gave him a job, and his brother owns a pawn shop, and he stole the laptop. No, not his brother. There was a lengthy discussion about that. There was a lengthy discussion. No, brother, it's too much. Cousin, we'll make it. Yeah, everybody agree? Okay, it's his cousin. So his cousin got out of jail and he gave him a job and he stole the laptop. Oh, that's good. And that worked out really well because all four of the people had it from the same pawn shop. And so now we bring the guy in and he exposes his cousin. That's how we find out about the cousin. And that's great. It's a one minute scene, as you can tell. Procedurals, uh, scripts, time out to a page a minute. So in, in one minute, we find out how Jarvis got this. This is perfect. And that's what the meeting was about. So Jarvis just sounds like a bad motherfucker. He's like a bad guy. The name Jarvis. I know. Who the hell his name is Jarvis. Well, so that's the like, reason I think. You like, fuck a cousin you don't want to help, but you're helping this family. I'm, I'm sorry. Chauncey Telluride sounds like a drag queen. I mean, I really. He's one of George Santos's. Uh, prior names. Yes, I'm absolutely sure. Hi, Chauncey Telluride here. I Ms. should do a take in drag. <laughs> you might do a take where he's just a sweet guy. Wow, I just read Stella's book where she said, uh, practice 10 actions that are unfamiliar to your personality. There's one. <laughs> No, you just, I think that it's like, why would I, I, I sell gold, I don't kill people. Oh my God, why would I do that? Why would I want to kill them? They buy stuff from me all the time. And then flip your, your hand and have a gold bracelet on it and say, you know, can't you see how I live? You know, I mean, I think I would do a take where he's just this very interesting, sweet little guy. Oh my! Incapable 
of murdering anyone. Well, clearly. I mean, that's the reason they brought him down. They met him and they knew he had nothing to do with it. But they're trying to figure out. Yes, I think I, I think I'd go that direction for one for kicks because I do think it is unusual enough they might go for it. I Don't Need an Acting Class is created and hosted by Milton Justice. Producer is me, Walker Vreeland, and director of online media is Evan Sollers. Music is by Jeffrey Kieser. Uh, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Uh, you can find us online, I Don't Need an Acting Class.com. And uh, you can continue to send your questions to Milton at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you back here next week.